Welcome to the Misha Rouser Show. I'm Misha, an organizational psychologist, and I'll be taking you down a path towards achieving professional success while still having fun. For over a decade, I have been guiding individuals and organizations through professional transitions. The goal is to help you, your business, or organization create a successful, engaging atmosphere without sacrificing a positive culture. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. I'm Misha, and welcome to my show, and thank you so much for listening. Again, this show is all about leadership and professional development, and I want to be your resource. So if you have any issues that are going on at work, with your boss, with colleagues, this is a show where you can get some tips, where you can learn how to be more productive at work, you can increase your communication skills, and so forth. And by listening each week, then you will be building on and acquiring new tools and gain new exposure to proven research, tips, and wisdom that will help you in your professional development. So please keep in mind, too, that if you have any questions that you would love to send me or any of the guests that I have on my show, you're welcome to um, reach out to me via my website, which is MishaRouser.com, and that's spelled M-E-I-S-H-A-R-O-U-S-E-R. So you can go there um, for a number of reasons. So if you go to my website, you can ask me any questions that you would like, and I will try to get back to you pretty quickly And then some of those questions I will even um, bring up on the show and talk about them on the show. You can also go to the website for resources, especially any of those that we talked about in some of the past shows. And then you can always listen to past recordings of the show by subscribing to a podcast or downloading one of those. So great resource for you. So today I am actually very honored and excited. We have a guest with us today. Our guest is Doug Nathan. He is a conflict engagement specialist. And Doug works for King County Office of Alternative Dispute Resolution as a conflict engagement specialist. He does everything from mediation, training, conflict resolution, and so forth. Doug has a Master's in, of Arts in Whole Systems Design and a variety of certifications, including being a certified mediator, influencer, and learning architect trainer. For many years, Doug had explored the power of poetry to teach leadership, leadership and team-building skills to MBA students and business professionals. And recently I was having a conversation with Doug because he has an event that he's going to be hosting here in the Seattle area in a couple weeks. And um, the event is called Expanding the Narrative, Personal Stories of Government and Public Service. And the purpose of this event is to expand the narrative or story regarding the value and impact of government. And when I was talking to Doug, we were having coffee about it because I was curious about how he was using story and how he was using that within not only his role as a conflict engagement specialist, but also how is he doing that in helping government? And when he started talking and sharing me, with me the story, I then sheepishly asked him, would you like to come on the show with me and share that with everybody? And so I'm so happy that he agreed to do that. So welcome, Doug. Thank you. It's really great to be here with you, Misha. All right. So before I forget, too, I want to make sure that um, so the the event that Doug is going to be hosting is going to be on Tuesday, May 24th. Um, and again, that's in the Seattle area. And we'll make sure and, and circle back around to that at the end of the show. But I'm curious. Um, so in past shows and, and some of the things that I've talked about quite a bit, when we are um, trying to, especially to work either through conflict or change, a lot of times I keep talking about the story. And I know a lot of people, maybe maybe they're not even quite getting, well, what do you mean by the story? What do you – and then – even when we do talk about the story, it's, it's that question of, okay, I get 
listening for the story, but I don't even know what to do with the story then. So I was really curious about, um, with you, Doug, with this event coming up, it's like, what led to that? I mean, how mm. how did you start bringing story into what you do? And then how has that, how have you found it to be effective? I guess what I could say is how specifically did this event come about? I'll start there and then we can kind of back up. So the the, the event is actually hosted by uh, the group I work with, the King County Office of Alternative Dispute Resolution, also the Office of Equity and Social Justice as well as Pinto University. So we've come together to host the event to try to get the good word of government out there more and to help people learn how do we tell the stories because often those stories about the good work, they're not going told. They're not um, helping to inform the larger societal narrative that's out there, which tends to not be very positive about government. So we're trying to shift that. And and the way specifically it came to me to want to do this event um, I joined King County about three years ago. I had been in private practice uh, as a consultant, uh, often going through the door of conflict, but doing leadership development and, and uh, team building with corporations and other state and, and local government agencies. But I'd never been an employee. When I came on board as an employee, I, I realized I had this story about government that I had to kind of work through that I was questioning, why am I joining an organization that is big, bureaucratic, slow-moving, not effective? And frankly, why am I going to be working with people who, you know, if they were really talented, maybe they'd be working with the private sector. And the the reason I did was because it, it afforded an opportunity to work really directly with conflict, which you can't do very um You know, you work in private sector, they don't want to talk about conflict. What they're willing to talk about is leadership development and team building. I found I got this opportunity in a very direct way to go play with conflict. I thought, okay, I'm going for it. And then I realized I had to work with this story of government in my head. And and what I realized, though, about six months into the job was that the people I was interacting with were really smart, really passionate, and dedicated to the work they were doing. It really put a lie to the story I had in my head about government workers. And I realized, too, that the organization is really focused on finding innovative ways to do more with less, because that is the the reality of government, too. We have to continually find more uh, resources to try to do the good work that that people are trying to do. Uh, I realized, too, that with all this good work going on, so much of it was brand new to me, and I've been living here for a long time. Uh, Why wasn't I more aware of all of the efforts that were being done on my behalf as a citizen? Uh, and I realized that, uh, uh, you know, government employees are kind of humble people and they don't talk a lot about what they're doing, for, I think, for a couple of different reasons. One, their, their humility. Uh, two, they're really more focused on providing service to others. And so that's what they focus on. Yeah. Um, and three, I think, too, it's it's, you know, you go to a party and people ask you, what do you do? And you work for government and there's such a negative societal narrative out there. It's hard to come out and say, oh, I work for government and kind of feel proud about it. That's so, so true. You know, when you're when you were talking about even your narrative of when you first started with government, it just makes me think about I think we a lot of us, if we're not in government, uh, have that. And it makes you wonder, it's like, why and how did we get there? And, the, and it, it goes back to then showing how just as human beings, we hold on to a story. Yeah. And you know, the story it will and it'll stay in place for so long and then it defines whatever it is. So like for example, government. 
So then that's why I was so intrigued about, you know, I remember it was a couple of years ago that you started even thinking about, I'm going to start doing some kind of classes around stories so that people can start sharing their stories so that we can kind of debunk this myth that's going on out there. And it's so cool how far this has come for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was invited by uh, the uh, manager of the training and development group within King County to do, I, I told her a little bit about the work I had done with poetry to teach leadership and team building. And she said, well, would you like to do a class for us? I said, well, it'd be really fun. And I said, how long do you want? And like an hour and a half. She said, yeah, that'd be great. I said, okay. So I went and I started designing and I thought, well, if we're going to bring people together for an hour and a half, why not half a day? And so I designed it for half a day. And I thought, well, why not for a full day? And why don't we, why don't we really call it what it is? It's really a class about leadership and stories. And so now that class is, it's called Stories That Lead. And it helps people kind of discover uh, their leadership story, how they uh, think of themselves as a leader, what experiences shaped them, and uh, how they show up as a leader, um, so that they gain that insight about themselves. And then they're also able to share stories that uh, communicate who they are and what they believe and, and influence other people in ways that they're hoping to influence them. So I'm curious, and when you do those classes, do you find then that do, do a lot of them end up rewriting their story or owning their story? You, you follow oh. me on that? Yeah, I, I think it can be a process of, of both. Huh. I think uh, it's, I, I, I often think of it first as discovery. It's really looking back at the experiences you've had, thinking through them, understanding why you made choices that you did and how those choices inform who you are. Uh, and in that process of discovery, getting a sense of who you are and then shaping that uh, narrative so that you can not only understand it more deeply yourself, but then share it with other people. Okay, so then there's the, the critic or the cynic in me is saying, okay, yeah, that's all great in the woo-woo world. And you brought that into government. You brought yeah. that into the leaders of government and say, we're all going to talk about stories. And you're even saying poetry and <laughs> I mean, I would think most people would be like, I am so not going to that class. You know, it has been a really fascinating experience. Uh, the openness, the eagerness people have huh. to learn. Uh, and see, notice how it kind of blows away your your stereotype of a government worker. My experience is that people are really smart. They're really open to new ideas and wanting to learn. And uh -huh. yeah. this story idea there, some intuitively are already connected with it, and they're, they're so grateful to have a place to come and do that exploration and learning. Others, for whom it may be a new way of thinking about it, once they kind of come and put their toe in the water, oh, you see them open and uh, the delight of self-discovery and, and reconnecting with their own purpose and passion, it's, it's awesome to see it happen. That is so cool. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, what I, want, what I would love to dive into then is again, we're still talking about this theoretically of how powerful it is, but then how do you really do that? You know, how can people really help pull out the story from other people and dissect it and do something with that? Okay, so we're going to do that when we come back. Again, you're listening to the Misha Rouser Show, and we will be, and we're, I'm, I'm sorry, we're talking to Doug Nathan, and we will be right back after this break. So effective leadership isn't something that just happens. It takes time and effort. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur, has developed a concentrated series of courses to help you become 
your best as a leader and professional. Explore your leadership style, become a communications master, and learn to plan strategically in order to make better decisions. You'll learn emotional intelligence, team building, change management, and other skills for personal success, such as conflict resolution. There's a great leader inside you to be unlocked. Make the commitment to become a well-rounded, intelligent leader. Show the world around you that you are ready to lead. Log on to MishaRouser.com. That's MishaRouser.com to learn more. It's the Leadership Development Series. Your first step toward professional excellence begins at MishaRouser.com. Dynamic careers in organizations require dynamic thinking. Success is measured in terms of positive, productive, meaningful workplaces. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur, has helped thousands become more confident in their leadership and professional abilities. Misha's years of research and private practice have given her the tools to help you or your organization improve performance. Log on now to learn more about coaching, consulting, or training with Misha Rouser at MishaRouser.com. That's M-E-I-S-H-A-R-O-U-S-E-R.com. 1150kknw.com. It's why they invented the Internet. We think. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Misha Rouser Show. I am Misha, and today I have the honor of having with me as my guest, Doug Nathan, who works for King County Office of Alternative Dispute Resolution. And Doug is a conflict engagement specialist, and we're talking about stories and the narrative and how to actually, how you can use those to create change or just even grow and develop. Um, so, Doug, where we left off then, so you are saying that you you came in, you started creating this class then for leaders to then dissect, you know, to discover their story. I mean, did you just like, so tell me about your story. <laughs> you know, how did, how did you get them to open, to, to, to start and to explore that? Uh, yeah. So, you know, there, there's a process involved, but, it, it, you know, the, the essence of it really is um, asking questions and helping through a series of questions, um, uh, Helping people do that that internal inquiry that helps them learn more about who they are. And, and in order to do that, you need to create the space that feels safe for people to do yeah. that. And so a good amount of the, the time in that class is to create that space so people feel safe so they can do that work and, and find those stories. And, and, you know, and so specifically what I have them do is think about um, – well, one of the things we do is, is to have them think about what are some challenges they've, they've experienced in their lives and – what were the choices they made? And what do those choices tell them about what's important to them? And they'll go through a period of uh, writing, talking with others about what they've uncovered. And, and it's in that process of self-reflection and then reflection with others that they're already beginning to do the storytelling, first with themselves and then shaping it as they share it with others. And, you know, as you tell a story to somebody, and you don't even have to call it a story, but as you talk to somebody about an experience, mm-hmm. you're already in that story-making process. And, and we talk about that. We talk about the value of not just telling your story, but when you're listening to somebody telling your story, that quality of listening helps with the shaping of the story. 
because they see when you engage and, and maybe when you disengage. It helps them, uh, I think, go deeper into the story to find what's real and meaningful for them, right. uh, which is going to be what keeps people listening. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I wanted to pause and then also say, so like for everybody who's listening out there, you may be thinking, okay, I don't do trainings. I don't, you know, that, why does this have to do with me? Is this ha- We engage in this process almost every day. You know, when you have a colleague that's coming to you because they're trying to work through something or they're frustrated about something, if you have an employee, if you have a boss, everybody is moving through their day in this story. And a lot of times when we are trying to, you know, when it's a conflict situation or somebody's upset or, you know, um, when we're just in a coaching type of role, this is what really we want to be doing is listening to what are they saying? What is the story behind what are they saying? And then to help and help ask questions for them to start disentangling it. Like, why is this so important to me? What is, you know, why, why did this push my button? Or, you know, why am I coming from this from this perspective? Well, what's the story that kind of led you here? Yeah. And, and coaching is a really important way that I use this story work. Um, because it's often, you know, I, 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 what I do is help people, especially when they're they're kind of in the grip of conflict. Mm. And often when I meet them, they've got a tightly wound conflict story. And the work is really about helping them look at that story and begin to see it from different perspectives. Uh, maybe the other person's perspective. How did the other person see what happened? What were they thinking? What were they feeling? Often when we've got our conflict story we're not even thinking about the other person's experience. We're just right. thinking about what happened to us and how unjust that was. So we, 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 we help them start loosening their grip on that conflict story by seeing it from different perspectives, bringing in information they may not have been considering. Um, and in that process, they're able to examine the story, loosen their grip on it, and, and often begin to shift it to um, a version that begins to allow for more hope. And, and often I'll work then with the other party to do the same. And when I can bring them together, I'm, I'm often able to help them begin to interweave a new narrative that uh, offers a lot more hope for them moving forward and better results, uh, both for relationship and for whatever the issues are that brought them there. Yeah. And I think that's a really important part about stories. Um, it can sound kind of woo-woo, uh, fluffy. Oh, we're, we're, we're talking about stories. We're sharing stories. But they have great impact in the results that we get, both personally and, uh, you know, interpersonally with other people and the results, say, in our work. Yeah. That's why it's important to pay attention to them. Yeah. And I think for some people, too, is um, they get caught up on the word story. That's why sometimes you'll see narrative yeah. instead. And, and actually, and, and by the way, while this, you know, for some people thinking it's woo-woo, scientifically it's proven that that is how we, how we make meaning as human That's beings. It. It's our story and how our story links to other stories. That's how we make meaning. That's why we want to talk through things. That's why when we get frustrated, it's just we need somebody to, to talk with. So, okay, but so now I want to come back when you were um, explaining how, how tightly they were holding on to that story. And if you guys could, could just imagine, here's Doug holding this fist, you know, and this, this <laughs> as a you know, visual of the, the tight, tight story. And then how do you start to relax that grip? Um, and that's where I think a lot of people also where it's hard. If you are the one coaching, you realize that the person coming to you, whatever the issue is, or that they are so holding tight onto this thing. And it's hard to think about, okay, well, what kind of questions do I even 
ask them. And in fact, I get asked that a lot. Like, okay, I get this theoretically. I don't know what kind of questions to ask. You know, is there a template? I've even had some people Uh like, can you send me a template of questions I should be asking my employees when they're upset? You know, so. You know what does so much of the work? Questions, one tool. They're a really important tool, but they're one tool. Kind of the the foundation that you're going to, on which you're going to use whatever tools you use is your presence. Mm, Say more there. What do you mean? Yeah, it is how you show up, the quality of your listening, um, the space you create for the other person to feel safe and have room to share their stories. Yeah. That presence that you're attuned and attentive, caring and um, and wanting to hear and, and then actually listening is really critical. And so in the classes, we actually take time to create that space and, and help people get in that place. And then when I'm coaching, I, I create that for other people so that they can they can feel safe to share it. Uh, because if you if you don't have that presence, then people don't want to share. Yeah. Or, or the stories they share will remain those sort of unhealthy conflict stories. How do you help them feel safe? There's a lot of deep identity issues that you end up kind of exploring and helping people see more clearly. Um, and to do that kind of work, it's, it's, a, and it's not therapy. That's not at all the, the intent, but it is helping them understand their meaning. So I love that you use that word and how the way they're creating meaning or seeing things in that moment may not be serving them very well. Yeah. Or the results they care about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple really good nuggets there that I want to make sure and, and emphasize one, when you're saying the creating the space and how we show up again, that's a lot of emotional intelligence. You know, are you there holding the space that you genuinely are want, are concerned of what's going on with them? You, you know what? You know where uh, your listeners could go to if they want a really great resource to, yeah, yeah. to see that modeled. It's Carl. Go to YouTube uh, and uh, search for Carl Rogers, the Gloria interview. The Gloria interview. interview. Okay. It's an awesome interview where you will see Carl Rogers, father of modern psychology, and how he works with her is really illustrative of the power of presence and not directing someone, but really creating the space for them to discover what's important for them, to explore their story. He has some questions. What he does more of, though, is really reflecting back what he's experiencing from her. and. So she can see it more clearly and respond to it and deepen her own inquiry. Um, that That is awesome story crafting, I would say, is what he's helping her to do is really look at her story and see where it's serving her and where it's not. That's great. Okay, great. So, again, if you're listening, you can always go back and you know um, look at either the transcript on my website or, or listen to the show again to get that resource. So, okay, so and also when you – if you do watch that – but again, the, one of the things I want to really emphasize is it's also very much how we show up in that, that creates the space. Are we genuinely there for the other person or are we irritated? Are we, you know, really busy? And, and that attitude will come across too and they won't share their story yeah. and they won't feel comfortable to share it. Okay, so that was one of them that you had talked about. I wanted to make sure that we, we nailed. And then also I, I think – I also heard in there, too, it's not coming up with these brilliant questions. It's just getting curious. You know, when you're listening to them, then what struck you? It's like, wow, maybe 
maybe you're starting to feel anxious too, and then you can even reflect back on that and say, it sounds like this has really got you feeling anxious. Is that true? And maybe that'll help them go off on, yeah, I'm feeling anxious. Okay, why? Well, you know, let's be entangled. Yeah, what that. story is causing you to feel that? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. So it's just more of being curious versus thinking of the big question to ask to help unravel that narrative. Well, and if you're stuck thinking about what's the next right question, you're probably in your own thoughts too much and you're not connected enough with where the other person is. If you're attuned to where they are and you're open to that, you will find questions coming to you or not even questions, but reflecting back what your experience is in a way that helps the other person open up. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and notice what we're talking about now isn't storytelling, but it is story listening, which helps someone craft their story with purpose. And, and that's part of the work that, 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 that we do. That's awesome. Okay. So here we are, um, we are just about out of time then. I, again, if anybody is interested in seeing a little bit of Doug at work and then also seeing what he has created and attending the um, Expanding the Narrative, that is going to be on Tuesday, May 24th, um, of this month. It's in a couple weeks. And they yeah. can go up to the site, expandingthenarrative.com, and they can read some examples of these personal stories written by government employees as well as partners of government that explain the good work they're doing, kind of the purpose and passion they bring, and how it's serving the public. That's awesome. All right, Doug, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm hoping that maybe we can get you on another show and we can keep going into this storytelling. That'd be really fun. You got it. Awesome. All right, so everybody, you have been listening to the Misha Rouser Show. I'm Misha, coaching you towards success. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Misha Rouser Show on Alternative Talk 1150. Join Misha every week, Tuesdays, 930 to 10 a.m., as she takes you down a path toward achieving professional success while still having fun. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues. Misha helps people and organizations be successful, all while staying on a positive path. Tune in next week for the Misha Rouser Show.